0: Hello and today we consider Russian and Chinese gold and if you thought the West was unprepared for the inflation we've seen of the last year or so or indeed for the Ukraine crisis just wait and see how unprepared it is for this bombshell. This is in my view the biggest story in world finance and yet nobody bar me and a couple of others is reporting on it. And for those of you without the attention spans to watch all the way to the end, I'll cut straight to the chase and get to the main point up front. China has more gold than the United States. Now, we've seen many examples over the last few decades of how the United States weaponizes the dollar, exploiting its status as global reserve currency. And the sanctions on Russia, its removal from SWIFT, um, these are just the latest examples, also perhaps the most dramatic examples because of the SWIFTness, uh, forgive the pun, of modern digital technology. It's all happened so fast. And those innocent Russian civilians have had their wealth decimated by this, by the inflation, almost overnight. Now, China will surely be watching all of this, learning from Russia's mistakes and thinking it needs to de-dollarise as rapidly and discreetly as possible, whether to protect its citizens' wealth or its national interests. China cannot be beholden to a banking system that is run by the West, the US especially, and which is one of their weapons of war and control. But both Russia and China have known they must de dollarize for some considerable time, which is why they have both been so steadily increasing their gold holdings. So we're going to start with Russia's gold. And this chart is courtesy of Nick Laird of Gold Charts for Us. And it shows the Russian central bank's accumulation to today's figure, of give or take 2,300 tonnes. That's roughly 74 million ounces. And you can just see the steady accumulation by Russia since 2008. And that makes Russia, according to official figures at least, the fifth largest gold owner in the world. And this next table with data courtesy of the World Gold Council shows the top 20, actually the top 19 owners of gold, also their foreign exchange reserves, And the percentage allocation to gold. The US has the most, 8,134 tonnes, followed by Germany, Italy, France and Russia. The UK sits proudly in 17th position behind Kazakhstan, Turkey and Uzbekistan. Thank you, Gordon Brown. But the country we're focusing on today is the one in sixth place on that table, China. And first, let's consider China's US dollar holdings, over three trillion dollars of them. That's more than the UK's annual GDP. Its US dollar holdings eclipse those of every other nation. China is not going to want those to go to zero, not yet anyway. And then consider its gold holdings. It has 1,948 tonnes, barely 3% of its foreign exchange reserves. The US's gold holdings equate to over 65% of its reserves. What if China were to approach a similar 65% level? How much gold would it have? My argument is that China has much more gold than it says it does. And there are two parts to this argument. First, China's mining, its production. In 2007, China overtook South Africa as the world's largest gold producer. It has remained so ever since. This past decade, it has produced about 15% of all the gold mined in the world. And since 2000, China has mined roughly 6,830 tonnes. And here's the thing, over half of Chinese gold production is state-owned. The China National Gold Group Corporation alone accounts for 20%. And China keeps the gold it mines. The export of domestic mine production is not allowed. I say that number again, 6,830 tonnes of production, over 50% of it state-owned, close to none of it exported. Already, that 1,948 figure looks dubious. And with reserves in decline at home, Chinese mining companies have also been buying assets abroad across Africa, South America and Asia. And international production exceeds domestic production by about 15 tonnes. In 2020, year before last. Now, number two is the fact that as well as being the world's biggest producer, China is the world's biggest importer. And gold imports by Switzerland and Dubai aren't always declared, but we do know that by Hong Kong alone, over 6,700 tonnes have entered the country since 2000, about the same amount it's produced. Now, whether imported, mined, or recycled, most of the gold that enters China goes through the Shanghai Gold Exchange, the SGE, including the gold imported from Hong Kong. So SGE withdrawals, for which we do have numbers, can act as something of an approximation for demand. And it is possible to get numbers for SGE withdrawals. Since 2008, almost 22,000 tonnes have been withdrawn from the SGE, have gone through the SGE. Again, look at that steady increase in volume. Then we have to add in the gold held in China, whether as bullion or jewellery, prior to 2000, and the World Gold Council estimates 2,500 tonnes in privately held jewellery. Added to domestic mining and official reserves, you get a figure of around 4,000 tonnes prior to the year 2000. So let's look at this chart. Domestic gold production is in yellow, SGE withdrawals in red, with the black line representing the total amount of gold. And again, look at the steady incremental growth of the black line rising up, that accumula- accumulation of wealth going to China. Cobble it all together cumulative production, imports, and existing stock, and you arrive at a figure not far off 30,000 well, exactly 30,986 tonnes. Call it 31,000 tonnes. And I've spoken to some of the world's top analysts, Ross Norman, Bronsuchetsky, Kus Janssen, and they all arrive at similar estimates. Alistair Macleod of gold money thinks it's higher still. But there is more. As Ross Norman points out, not all gold entering China is accounted for by SGE withdrawals. The People's Bank of China, the PBOC, the central bank, likes to buy 12.5 kilo bars, which don't trade on the SGE. And the PBC, PBOC often uses dollars on exchanges in London, Dubai and Switzerland, while the SGE sells its gold in yuan. The army too owns gold and doesn't have to declare its purchases. There are other state agencies as well, the State Administration of Foreign Exchange and China Investment Corporation, the Sovereign Wealth Fund, for example. How much of this almost 31,000 tonnes of gold is state-owned? Norman guesses 50%. Suchetsky, formerly of the Perth Mint, says 55%. At 50%, the implication is that China owns over 15,000 tonnes, closing in on double America's 8,134 tonnes. Ross Norman. Chinese Central Bank gold holdings have apparently been entirely unchanged since mid-2019 at 1,948 tonnes, says Ross Norman. But few of us believe that. Put an additional zero on the end, he says, 19,480 tonnes, and I should not be surprised if that is not much closer to their official holdings. That's Ross Norman. Alistair MacLeod goes one stage further. He says to me, the PRC probably has as much as 30,000 tonnes hidden in various accounts, but not declared as official reserves. Now, China's famously been encouraging its citizens to buy gold since 2008. And this encouragement to buy gold, as one reader residence reported to me, resident in China, it kicked off a frenzy of laundry he said, as China's citizens rushed to exchange the hordes of hooky cash they'd built up. And in his local bank in Shanghai in 2009, he says he was standing behind a Chinese bloke unloading bundles of euros, US dollars, Singapore dollars, Swiss francs in exchange for five kilo bars of gold across the counter. So it may be that state ownership is lower, 20 or 30% perhaps, but this almost doesn't matter because the vast majority of Chinese people trust their government, especially when it comes to returning China to the top of the world. There is not the same mistrust of government held by Western goldbugs. The party is seen as a good housewife to the nation. It's commonly thought that should Beijing invite private holders of gold to support a major government currency initiative by pledging their gold as a kind of war bond, the pickup would be over 90 percent. Gold ownership is registered so the government knows how much its citizens have as well. Nevertheless, whether it's 10, 15 or 30,000 tons, it is a lot more than China is saying. And there is no way that China can declare such holdings, not yet anyway. It would cause an unwanted surge in both the yuan and the gold price. The government's $3.2 trillion of US foreign exchange reserves would be devalued. Ross Norman again, I don't think China needs to brag about its largesse, he says. After all, a stronger currency as a result of that reserve backing would be counterproductive as it would confer competitive disadvantage. What's more, to declare so much gold would be a direct challenge to American supremacy which is probably, China's probably not ready for. Parity first, then supremacy. For now, they follow Deng Xiaoping's doctrine of we must not shine too brightly. It's declared 1,948 tonnes is perhaps the bare minimum it could declare and look credible. But a mere 3% of China's forex reserves in gold. Come on, pull the other one. Now, we're already seeing signs of retaliation in the currency wars. Russia is to abolish VAT on bullion. That bill is being rushed through and passes today, March the 4th, I think. And with the ruble's history, many Russians save in US dollars. But with the current weaponisation of money, that option is no longer open to them. This bill enables citizens to escape the currency wars by holding gold. A small small step in the direction of Goldstep of the gold standard i'd say and away from the dollar standard i'm speaking to a few people who have business interests in china over the last few days and their chinese suppliers have started asking for payment in renminbi gbp pounds or euros us dollars won't be accepted and i've had two different businessmen in different fields report that to me independently i'll wait to see if that actually becomes a thing but it's an interesting anecdotal thing if the U.S. overdoses its weaponization of money, it's going to backfire, as opponents will seek alternatives, and it will lose its network, its monopoly. If China decides to weaponize money, as the U.S. has done, all it has to do is declare its gold holdings, perhaps even partially back the yuan with them. Talk was at one stage its central bank digital currency, its CBDC, would be partially gold-backed. Unbacked Western money risks losing a great deal of its purchasing power in such an event. Never mind the decline in the value of the US dollar network. To back Western fiat, even partially with gold, would mean a dramatic upwards revaluation of gold into the tens of thousands. But that is the card China now has with 20 years of relentless accumulation. He who owns the gold makes the rules. Big stuff. Thank you very much for watching. Please subscribe to the channel. Please look out also for my new Substack letter and I'll be back with another video very soon. In the meantime, cheerio.